I really, I, I hope that people respond to the bum fart of it at the beginning of the last episode well, because I, I was very happy it was with great. it. Jensen and I were looking up fucking criminals all day. Just like, what are some other criminals with funny names? Oh, that's Fuckface McGee. Yeah, he uh, stabbed 500 he people. six babies off a of Niagara That's Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Dick Shitter is. <laughs> Dude, Dick is. Shitter poisoned more dogs than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> one dog in every state. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 45 dogs. And welcome to another episode of Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. Uh, this is a show where every week we do something different, one of our hosts picks a topic, and we all go through it together, whether that is a piece of media, or an experience, or sitting down and strapping a big screen to our faces and just going wild. That's right. And that's what we did this week. Mom told me not to sit too close to the TV, so I strapped one to my head. <laughs> the TV sits close to the TV. The TV is my eyes now, Mom. So let's see you argue with that. <laughs> Sam is blow to George. Oh my <laughs> god. George, we miss you. Show that to Alex, though. It is good. I, that's good. <laughs> it's good. There's more. It's a man wearing a huge, massive Aladdin pants. That <laughs> this week, who do I have around the table with me? A bunch of people who are already talking I'm not about here. dog poisoning and screen strapping. <laughs> um, I'm in the virtual world. I'm not here. <laughs> I have the U-Force, Seb. No, I'm not here. Okay. The U Force? The Ubisoft U Play. U Force. Uh, U Force. <laughs> the U Force. I have. Remember that? I have the Sega Activator, Cam. The Sega Activator? You've been activated. <laughs> I, every time I turn on the Sega, someone calls me the Sega Activator. <laughs> I wonder if I'm getting the name for that one right. I'm reasonably it sure it's sounds, the Activator. Yeah, it sounds dumb enough to be true. And yeah, we makes have you kill the president. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking no, now about the, the Manchurian, the Manchurian candidate, yeah, no, no. we have the Rolling Rocker, Alex. <laughs> That's me. Hey, pass me one of those. <laughs> and no, I'm your host. Rolling Rock is a beverage. The, the Power Pack. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get through my own thing because like, you, you had to put the disclaimer that Roland Rock is a beverage in the middle of it. They might not have that where they live. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm your host, the Power Pad Nick. So, they um, the Roland Rockies. So, we... Uh, Which is what this... I call Rocky Balboa movies. <laughs> All right. I'm glad to hear that you're on a roll this week, Kaya. For someone Much who wants like to go Rockies. home. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a roll. <laughs> oh, no. So, I wanted to talk uh, this week in our first segment about... Uh, because we are doing this episode on VR, which I'm not even sure that I made clear, no. um, we I wanted to talk about some of the things that people have said, quote, will be the future of video games. Because everyone from like Mario onward had their own idea, this is going to be the future of video games. They spend a shitload of money on it. Um, one of the first things I wanted to bring up is something that we really don't see, but I feel like we hear about every year. Holograms. That shit has like... Tupac. <laughs> yeah, but he's no, not a video game. He could be. <laughs> what happened to that? Um, gosh, what was Microsoft doing? The, the which, surface, which, which dumb idea? The hollow, hollow deck surface, you might have to be whatever. More specific. Yeah, no, they had no. a big E3 demo where it's like, yeah, the glasses. Yeah, it's, this is the augmented no. reality hologram glasses. They look at a Holo table glass, and Minecraft Holo. happens on the table. What? Glassogram. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. Not they like did glass. it, but as no. far as I know, that thing didn't even come out. No, it didn't. I don't think it did. So, they, they did a tech demo, so and that then was we the, never heard anything again. Yeah, um, the, one of the things that I remember the most is uh, that Sega put out a game, like an arcade game, where you looked into this tiny little chamber and a hologram, a little hologram appeared, which is really just like four projectors intersecting with each other. Huh. It's like really primitive holograms and it's this really, really tiny space and the game looks like a bad version of digitized actors like Mortal Kombat. And the game sucks, by the way. It, it sucks to play <laughs> and it was very expensive. Um, but that was one of the things that stuck out to me is just like a, oh, you know, this is the future. All video games will be like this. You'll have to look into a tiny tube and play a... a when you know it, this week we all looked into a tiny tube. <laughs> yeah, a different kind, but still, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a that's the same kind of experience. I know um, all the things that people would say about arcade games being the future. I mean, in a way they were because all like all graphical advancements up to a certain point were made in arcade games yeah, first. Yeah, I mean, arcade games... Like, the reason we have consoles is people wanted to bring the arcade home. Yeah, exactly. So. Mm-hmm. In a way, consoles were the future of video games. Yeah, no. and I'm sure people were saying, I'm sure some investor guy earned $600 million by saying that thing in 1989. <laughs> They're like, oh, Atari is the future of video games, and then the video game crash happened. Yeah. And then um, somebody's like, I still think Atari is the, the future of video games. came out in, like, the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Um, Ninety-six, Kim. Yeah, thank you. Um, and when was Crash Two? Ninety-eight. Yes, she's still between us. <laughs> Good. Very nice. Um, she's very nice. But um, one of the other things that people said were going to be the future was motion controls, and that was right to a degree. It, yeah, to a degree. Like when we, people were saying that it's the future, it was like the NES, right? Yeah. And, like you have to wave around the shitty fucking power of oh, love, and it's like. And then, but then the Wii came out, and then they had actual motion controls. But I don't think anybody, like Nintendo, was like, "This is going out. to be the future." Yes. No, right? I'm not talking about Nintendo saying that. I'm mostly talking about like. The power the, yeah, and shit people, like mostly that. talking about people in like magazines and shit who are like every video game is going to be like this in the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever read magazines like that where they started talking about here's yeah. what we think the PlayStation Nine is going to look like, <laughs> and they just have like a drawing of some like total garbage that doesn't make any sense. Like you'll inject the PlayStation right into your bloodstream, and you won't even need a controller. <laughs> and motion controls was in all of those things. It's like you'll you know pump your fist up in the air to jump as Mario, and it's like. That sort of happened. Yeah. I mean, they tried to do that with computers, too, like, uh-huh. um, with, like, weird pointer gloves for, you know, PCs. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And that remember, didn't happen. I don't remember what that dumb peripheral was called. I think but everybody I is chasing the Minority Report hologram thing. <laughs> everybody wants... Have you ever seen Minority Report, Cam? No. Uh, I've seen about two minutes of it. Have you seen the, the two <laughs> minutes where he's moving the screens around on, like, the, the hologram thing? He has, like, the weird gloves on. I've only seen the part with, like, the... Bingo ball machine. Thing. Okay, it's sort of like that. It's sort of the, it's like the thing bingo? with the precogs. It's like bingo, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, like, in a way, uh, when, like, the PS1 came out, uh, CDs were the future of games. Right. That's well, um, That was true were. for a very long time. Yeah. I think it's yeah, that's still... Yeah, still, still true. Well, now it's not the future. It's becoming the past. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, the future for a while. they were totally trying, especially in direct competition with the N64, yeah. they were... Uh, they made the point that CDs were better than cartridges yeah. in every way because you can fit more on it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and now, now in an era of digital distribution and uh, the switch going back to cartridges because mm-hmm. they're good now. Yes. Yeah, and faster. Um, oh, so cartridges got better. Than yeah, CDs because now? the the inherently bad thing about CDs is that the 
whatever's reading them has to skip back and forth on the CD to mm. find the information. Whereas yeah, the on disc a cartridge, it spinning. just finds it. Yeah. It's just there. It's in one place. Um, the cartridge doesn't move, luckily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo disc tastes a lot better than the cartridges. I gotta say. Gotta say. Chop it up, toss it on a salad. I just put mine on a bagel. Pikmin 2, Pikmin 2 tasted a lot better. Nintendo systems that actually Discs. Yeah, <laughs> they were good. Man, eating a Wii U disc—that's yeah. like a whole meal. Like those things were a little, were a little big. Well, you have to, you have to put it on, spread it on top of the gamepad. It's yeah, like <laughs> it's like a really thin bagel pit. Uh, I, I really prefer uh, Game Boy Color cartridges to Game Boy cartridges. Mm. Yeah, what was the episode? A little bit less. Was fatty. it the Binging yeah. with Babish one where we went on a lengthy tangent about how you have to cook the movie Shrek? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Like, We've like, already come back to this eating, eating media thing. Like you wind out the, the VHS tape and you put it in the pie. In the future, like, in the future all of our media will be literally yeah. consumed. In the future, yeah, we'll have, have to eat our movies with a fork and knife. Can I get Super Mario Multiverse, please? And they're like, here you go. Don't let it get cold on the way home. And I was like, all right. Fresh out of the oven. <laughs> Can I get a Breath of the Wild without all the uh, motion control? Um, <laughs> no substitutions. <laughs> uh, one thing that was kind of or is one of the things that I think might be the future of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, has had a, a many false starts, but um, like game streaming uh, was, was a thing I was that... Gonna mention that. I was uh, also going to mention that, but yeah. I was going to tell it to fuck off. But yes. I'll, wait, I'll wait until the so end. We, we have two, two things going so, on. Yeah. Oh, do we want to explain, explain yeah. what it yeah. is? So, so game streaming is basically, instead of having the, like, instead of owning the software, like having it on a disc... You use or installing a service, it. or installing it. You use a service to stream like you would a video. Oh, that um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like okay. the game from another server. Right. So you're not using your hardware to mm-hmm. play it. Yeah. Um, so which the upside is, is one of the benefits. Yeah, the ideal version upside of that is you could play like a really intensive game on your phone or on a tablet. Yeah. Because you're literally just receiving the video information. Mm-hmm. All the processing is being done. Not on your device. Yeah, and right. we've had local versions of that. Like, um, they was the Nvidia Shield was doing that. Yes. Um, yeah, and you and can do Wii that. U, you could um, do that even on like the PSP. You could stream games from yeah. your PlayStation Three. Actually, um, in a weird way, the PSP had a lot of ideas like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The PSP was actually good. Oh yeah. 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 I think I think we've long since looped back around on whether or not the PSP was good. I feel like most people now would acknowledge like. Oh yeah, the PSP had a lot of good Is ideas. The PSP, the future of games. They also I mean, the, you look at the Switch design, you look at the PSP design, and you think uh, they just uh, put, put some it, extra put lines in, the in there. Yeah, put it. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, PSP but, too crunchy. Uh, so right now we've had um, like two two game streaming things going on. I think, which is Stadia, which and came out and no one talks about. Didn't uh, have like a no, everybody talks. Okay, so the game channels I watch talk about it all the time about how bad it is, um, and how Google has just stuffed it down the drain, pretty much. Oops. Uh, yeah, it's in the Google graveyard, pretty much now. Um, right next to the Steam machines. Yeah, <laughs> one of the uh, like worst things about streaming is the lag because you're you're streaming from another server. And it has to go through the internet, has to go to your hardware, and that can take a long time. Right. So there's there's gonna be input lag. Like you would never be able to play a fighting game hmm. on this. I very watched well. someone play 
um, trying to play Red Dead, and like while they were in the middle of a mission, they're like, "Your connection is not strong enough. We'll, yeah. the, your game will shut off." Ah, <laughs> oh, it's like playing, trying uh, to play Splatoon on the Wii U. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's one thing that I think could be, uh, if they get it right, could be a yeah. serious market. Um, is right. the Xbox Live? No, you have to download that stuff. Yeah. It's just a game service where right. you just subscribe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know we've had some successes. With it, I, I think there's two reasons that I want to tell game streaming to fuck off. Because you don't own your media. That's the big one. Yeah. That's the first one, and that's like the one that applies to everyone, right? Yeah, it's it can like, be like you don't Netflix. own any game you have on Steam. Also, that's true. Yeah. Like I don't think that's good. I okay. want to say that outright. Right. I don't think that Steam is good and streaming is bad. You, you own it more I, than I you don't. Do I don't own eighty five percent of the games that I own, and I'm <laughs> right. okay with that. Right, because Steam could at any point say, mm, "Not feeling it," and just to remove them. Yes. Yeah, or any um, game I have on any of my other platforms. But yeah, it would be like. It's like Netflix. If the if the publisher decides to end their partnership with the streaming service, you don't have that game anymore, and all your mm-hmm. progress is gone. And I like the idea, like, of game preservation. That's why even games yeah. that are exclusively digital that you have no reason to own physically, I do kind of want a physical copy, just yeah. because. Who knows what the infrastructure but of this is? Even it, then, it's not going to happen. But Nintendo could go bankrupt tomorrow, and if they they're not updating your fucking Wii shop channel or whatever, you know, yeah. like. Even if that then, shit crashes, it's, go, it's gone forever. If, if you have a physical copy of something, that does not guarantee that it will still work. Right. Like, if it's a live service. Like, um, one of the first big ones was probably, um, of course, you have MMOs, but uh, Darkspore. Mm. Do you guys remember Darkspore? Never heard of it. I know Darkspore, even though it sounds like a bunch it's of like other the games. Spore, <laughs> it's the Spore adventure game, pretty much. Uh-huh. And it, it was like an always online type of thing. I think it was, a, it was kind of an MMO. No, it wasn't really an MMO, but anyway. So that was on my list, by the way, yeah. always online. And that is that did happen, and it did, like, work. The servers went down, and you have not been able to play Dark Spore since, and that was, like, one of the first big ones that people were like, this is bad. There um, were, like, three different um, Battle Royale games that launched in the past couple of years that yeah. have all failed, and when those servers go down, if that was your favorite game ever, it's gone. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's clamoring for Lawbreakers, no, guys. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah. But, like... I've heard a lot of people talk about how much they loved Evolve, and that game is like gone for Yeah, Wildstar is gone. That was an MMO. I thought the art style was charming. I thought it was a charming game. It, it just mm-hmm. didn't do well. And if you wanted to go into that game and just look at the pictures, you know you can't even fucking do that. <laughs> it's like a server does not exist. <laughs> yep. But the other reason I don't like game streaming is because um, the some of my favorite games require reactions that are faster than the speed of light. So, yeah. like, I, like I said, could like not, you can't play a fighting game. You can't play a fighting yeah. game. You can't play a really like, crazy Twitch reaction game, something like... Um, to this day, people still go back to old technology to play that stuff. They go back to frickin' CRTs instead yeah. of using, like, your regular digital flat-screen TV. Because, like, over time, I guess, communities that get really focused on, like, oh, I'm going to make this game really about being the best, and then, like, over time, it's like some of that gets lost. Like, if you have to communicate with a bunch of different pieces before your button gets to the game, mm-hmm. no matter how fast they are, there's always a, an extra step. Mm-hmm. And I find that really annoying. And even if, you know, if I'm playing Cooking Mama, it's not going to matter. It's, it doesn't It doesn't matter. Like, just because... Well, you're trying to get a good rank. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, does, how does a projection TV rank on the list Do they of fucking suck. Okay. Do they <laughs> suck worse than digital TVs? No, depends on the kind of digital okay. TV. Some digital TVs are better, some are worse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you like... those, like, campfire TVs you have to crank. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a fighting game on one of those, but I look forward to doing it this May. That's right. Just have somebody <laughs> standing there the entire time yeah. cranking it. You lose, you gotta crank, man. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Just like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, when I lose, I gotta crank. Um, you gotta crank both ways. 
So one of the one of the things <laughs> I wanted to say that was everybody said it was the future of video games is mobile gaming. Mm. Uh, oh, people have been saying that ever since cell phones happened. Yes. Like Nintendo's gonna go switch to doing mobile. Yeah, games. The, all yeah. that shit. People people are still trying to say that mobile is the future of gaming, but it's I mean, in a way, of, it is. I'm sure mobile games make more money than it's, most. It's not the future of gaming like gamers gaming it's the future of <laughs> casual gaming like in the past when people went to the arcade it was just you know i don't, I don't know i feel like there are still probably P, uh, like full-fledged rpgs and shit oh there phones. totally are but for the most part it's terrible shovelware and mm. you can't like a lot of uh, well, yeah, that's still true even now you know like you'd think that after a certain amount of everybody having a smartphone in their pocket there'd be like some real standouts. It's the storefront's fault. Yeah. It is. You're um, right. Hunter's been playing this uh, horrible Pokemon ripoff that's called like Battlemon, but then they just have all the models from Pokemon in it, like, uh-huh. and they're it's like Gyarados, and it's called Gyarados. Like it's like <laughs> it's so funny. Well, the thing is, if you base your I don't understand how that got past Nintendo. If you base your know, country really and your funny. billing office, if you base your uh, your billing office and your regular office in separate countries, then, then Apple just doesn't know what to do. They don't know they don't know where to send the There's subpoena like to. Rick and Morty costumes in it and stuff. It's hilarious. Yeah. But I, I wanted to say, um, like, if you're a developer and you're developing for mobile, like, nobody will take your game seriously. Yeah, Like, that you sucks. can't make, like, a really good big game. Like, it's got to be stuffed full of microtransactions and, and Hey, shit. we talked about this on our uh, Marvel Strike Force episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, we talked about some good mobile games in that one, yeah. too. Mm. Like, there they, are good they do mobile exist. games, but they're, they're few and far between, and they're hard to find. And, like, whenever I'm like, oh, what's up with the mobile games right now? Like, it gives me the same list of, like, Monument Valley. and Clans. Florence. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like that in the room or whatever. And I played them all. Mm-hmm. There, there are not that many good mobile games. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, the ones that really excel eventually get ported to fucking consoles, which is so weird to <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, yeah, that's a weird backwards. Yeah. <laughs> or there's there's some there's a lot of like console games or old RPGs or other things that get ported to the phone, and it just does not work. Like it's like oh, play Sonic the Hedgehog on your phone, and you have yeah. to like do the tap controls, and it's really weird. And who who would ever want to play this way? Yep, and then yeah. they made like fucking attachments for your phone that make it like into a oh controller, God. and then it's like so I you can swing the baseball so bat. We're working. Hey, uh, that's something that people thought was the future of video games: attaching extra plastic, plastic. shit to your controller. Oh, I love the plastic shit. And to a degree, yeah. from a period from like what 2006 to 2009, yeah, it was it was the future of video games, and Activision was making money hand over fist. And oh, once yeah. again. It's coming back. Oh, as as I was just was looking out. at uh, attachments for VR controllers to make them yeah. into guns. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, okay, Nintendo Labo. Yeah, I was is, gonna bring is that the thing. Too. You know, cardboard is the future. Card- cardboard cardboard is, is the future. Rich there's Google Cardboard. There's there Nintendo go. Labo. Like, yeah. In the future, video games are going to be non-weatherproof made out of gaming. <laughs> Hopefully, not gaming outside. I guess. Uh, here's something that I I thought was very funny. Do you remember back a couple years ago when everyone was making a huge deal about? AI systems and Peter Molyneux is like this real boy that you <laughs> can talk Peter to. Anything Peter Molyneux says <laughs> is the future of games. This boy, his name is Peter, just like me. And if you <laughs> talk to him, he will get he will react in real time with AI generated voice and all this oh, like no. yeah. Well, we're we're coming around in another console generation. We're gonna get to see the old hair follicle tech demos. Oh, coming oh no! Right that. now it's the ray tracing. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's gonna tracing. be somebody turning on the, what a strobe light in a video game and yeah. it working correctly. I think it was the PS4. It just had the old man's head as yeah. the tech demo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell fucking 
Yeah, when are we going to go back to the old days of just showing how many Marios can run on a yeah. console? <laughs> like, That's why the number Sierra 128 episode always sticks out to me. Yeah, it's like, what, GameCube, GameCube had 128. What, imagine it, how many Marios they could fit on today's oh. console. Yeah, everyone should do that. PS4 should do that. PS4 could be like, we could fit... 5,000 Marios on screen. <laughs> it's it's not bits anymore. It's, it's, a, unit of, it's a unit of measurement. Uh, Mario power. <laughs> yeah. E3, power. everyone goes back to E3 and that's just, they're doing that on a huge stage. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't put it past, uh, 2020 E3 is going to be a fucking mess anyway. It is. I think someone else pulled Sony's out. Sony's not going. Yeah, Sony's yeah. Not Nobody's going. going. So no. I think just Xbox Can you blame them? They, they had that huge data leak of like every journalist that's ever gone to E3, their public yeah. information oh, yeah. just gets spilled all over the Oops. internet. Nobody did anything about it. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, people were like, uh, manager of E3, can you come? And they're like, what? what? <laughs> oh, that happened? That's pretty bad. <laughs> that and Sony's like, we're not going. And Nintendo's like, well, we never go. So don't don't yeah. worry about us. Plus, there's some kind of pandemic or some shit. I'm not sure. I'm sure it won't happen to us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sick right now. Listeners, Everyone if you're listening to this in the future quarantine, this is the only entertainment left in the quarantine future. I'm Thank sorry. you for listening. Welcome. <laughs> Send us an email. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Actually, because I'm sick with COVID-19, which I uh, I picked up from my roommate, um, you're all going to die, and that's why we warned you, don't listen to this don't podcast. Listen to this, this, this Communicable audio. through the audio? Yes. I think this I read an SCP about this. Is this the Metal Gear Solid 5 disease? <laughs> it's a novel and with that, disease. I think... We're good to move forward. Uh, we're going to take a brief break before we go to the actual future of video games, wow. which is VR. We'll be back in about 1.5 Marios. 1.5 thousand 128 Marios sucking you off in VR. human welcome to an accurate simulation of office worker time to jump this looks like it'll taste interesting delicious oh no the boss bot is coming hey human human doing a good job looks like i've got some money to blow shred everything for legal reasons Today's not your lucky day, pal. Open that safe. Holy smokes, this is way too loud. You've been doing a really good job lately. I think it's about time you got a promotion. Hooray, it's five o'clock. Woohoo, it's time to go home. Yeah, I'm 
gonna have to ask you to come in on Saturday. First of all, we want to say congratulations. You have in your possession the Sega Activator, the ultimate full-body game controller. Feel free to consider yourself a pioneer on the interactive frontier. Okay, I will. Gotta go. Now, take a look at your fingers. Identify the ones we like to call thumbs. Pat them on the back if you can find their backs and thank them. Up until now, they've been doing all the work, but that's about to change. Remember, the activator is for indoor use only. Any room with a standard ceiling height will do. Just be sure to give yourself enough space to move around. You don't want to be crowded when you use the activator. Avoid setting up directly beneath light sources. Also, avoid metallic or mirrored overhead surfaces. If I saw someone with a lime green car, it would stand out to me, but I don't know that Next I Next would... time I see a lime green car, I'm... it's going to be Bumfardo. Excuse me, sir. Are you Bumfardo? <laughs> so, most people, if asked that question, would punch you. And if they are Bumfardo, they have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's the law. You well, skip... wait, can I see your chapstick roof? Yeah. You want some coronavirus real quick? No. Oh, he's got to take a photo of both of them. Shot chase. Already... <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, right, yeah, I'm doing that again for the second week in a row. I already posted one photo of my chapstick that said that it matched the table. <laughs> you want some extra coronavirus? I thought you were going to use my chapstick. Absolutely not. Um, I don't know if you can draft Instagram posts, can you? Okay. Put post another one. Well, I'm halfway through this one. I gotta finish it. <laughs> finish it, then post another one. Or just put it in. Put it's this in, in that one. This one's going. Go, put it in that one. Yeah. Put that no. one on store shelf. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going on stores. I'm trying to figure out what Bonfardo did. Uh, he did drug crimes. He did drug crimes. He yeah. Did drug crimes. Like he did drugs or he sold drugs. I, I believe he sold drugs. I feel like he crime drugs. Crime Half drugs. of this episode is Cam on his phone posting. <laughs> I just steal my soda from me. I just moved it so because I didn't want it on the table. Joseph Fardo. <laughs> Alright. Son of Joe Fardo. Fardo. The best. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sold the building. Joe Fardo. He idolized fireman who called him bum. <laughs> Was he a bum? Did he have a nice bum? No, he had like a. He was a bum, like he was homeless. Like he had one of those little bindles and, uh, like, just the polka dot on a stick, kind of thing. He was very classical. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fardo was a colorful eccentric who was usually attired in fire engine red with flashy gold chains around his neck. He was also a big fan of the Key West High baseball team, 
and was permitted to drive his car into the stadium and park near the left field fence. There, he would light a candle and place it on the car's fender. Steeped in witchcraft, he believed that the, this ritual would bring luck to the fighting conscious. conscious. God, no wonder people keep talking huh. about this guy. <laughs> okay, I gotta play What did he do? How far into the article are they? they don't, like, we, don't, we don't know I'm what crimes so he did. Ladies and gentlemen, this week we were talking about bum fardo. Again. And every week until he is found. Welcome to the True Crime Bumfardo podcast. <laughs> True stories. Okay, the lore of drug money, selling marijuana from Colombia. If he skipped bail for selling weed, he's like the weakest. Oh, weak- from marijuana, he moved into the cocaine. Oh, okay. Stop that. <laughs> Wait, it's not doing anything. Just put it on the ground. You can hear it? Can. Yes, I can. You, you can? Can yes. you put it on the ground? It's reverberations. It's not you. It's not a contest of who can put their drink down the lightest. <laughs> it has been before. Anything you can drop, I can drop lighter. <laughs> so, so what did he? Did he? So he, he just did, sold drugs. Over. He so he just sold coke. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. I could That's sell coke. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> next week. We're coke. Uh, next week it's seven weeks. Seven. Is it okay if we sell coke for your week? His friend sure. was named, the, agent, the, the undercover agent who got him was named Larry Dollar. Oh, God, that's yeah, not <laughs> What Ace Attorney localization ass shit is this? <laughs> and police chief Winston, uh, in quotes, Jimmy James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy James, you and Dollar are on the Fardo case. <laughs> So, oh man, that's a lot less. I uh, thought he killed people. No, I, <laughs> maybe he killed people, but they just didn't yeah. find out. He was into witchcraft, so we can just say. Yeah, that. maybe he. Uh, <laughs> he was into witchcraft and coke, which is like a murder combination if I ever heard one. Yeah, uh, so, thing. Alex, you had us. Oh, are we this, starting? Are we yeah. podcast? <laughs> you had us do some. Uh, some. You had us uh, stick a, a screen on her face this week. Yes. How how and why? What what's the? <laughs> All right, Cam, are you done? <laughs> no, Please, can, can we wrap this up? Yeah, well, I gotta put the link in there. You go ahead. What did we do this week? We played Eight fucking four. Tetris or something. Yeah. That was fun. We got a job. L block called me. <laughs> no. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm doing a thing for the show. That's the issue. If I don't do it now, we're going to forget. Yes. So do it now. <laughs> so we can do the podcast. Last week I was listening to the episode. Uh, this week I was listening to last week's episode to edit it. And Cam says, if I haven't tweeted out the pictures <laughs> of the pinball by oh. now, you should yell at me. And I'm, I, and he's like, but I'm doing it right now. So, okay. And I went and I checked the Instagram and there was nothing there. I put up the bum part of picture instead. <laughs> <laughs> Great picture. Which I must say. Oh man! Alex, do the show, please. No, no, I won't. I have to do this. You're the one who wanted to go home. This can go as long as it needs to. If I can keep delaying it, if it's my fault, then it's funny. I gotta say, so far. All right, not, no. Uh, I just saw the photo. The other one. <laughs> You like that hashtag? That's three lines long. Check out our podcast Instagram, um, where I'm posting pictures of chapstick every week. <laughs> no other podcast is gonna give you deliver he the adds content a different that you color, can. Uh, chapstick every week. Yeah, right. 
Talia's a rainbow. The, the okay. starting Chapstick. light up right here. <laughs> oh, gross. All right. All right, Alex, what is VR and why'd you have us do it? Um, so uh, virtual reality is uh-huh. where you attach two screens to your face. Right. And uh, They look so like hard. one screen. Yes. But because, it's actually two. Yeah, it's just like how your eyeballs are actually two, but it's one. Yeah, eye. your eyeballs are two <laughs> screens. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Well, I, I kind of give us the rundown at the end of the last last week's episode, but um, I got a VR headset in January, and um, it has been the majority of my gaming time since then. Uh, so VR is good. I now. wanted uh, an easy week for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that every week for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but last week we had to read. Mm, that's true. God. And we all know how that went. No, yeah. I meant... Good episode. Um, Great episode. Alex's week for himself. That's, that's that's what the show is. Okay. <sighs> <You're right. laughs> this is a real weird energy this week, everybody. <laughs> Could it be because you, we entered other dimensions in the digital mm. world? Whoa. Might be. I don't like this world. Take me back. Cam, did you play some VR this week? <laughs> I did. Is that all you wanted to say about I this can. What's I, the one you have? Because there's yeah. so many. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What's the difference between these things? Um... I don't know. I got the the Valve Index, which is the highest end one the on the market right now. The most expensive, yes. best one, actually, um, worth the money. I will not say how much money it is. You can look it up. It is $1,000. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanted to be able to play the new Half-Life game, which comes out on the uh, March 23rd. So I... Oh, and I didn't. I kind of didn't want to skimp. I saved a little bit of money for it, and I went for it. And it seems worth it so far. The, yeah, the controllers oh, yeah. are I'm so Owning a PSVR and having tried the Index, the Index is superior. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it it is a big fancy thing you strap to your head, and you have two motion controllers, and that's the majority of the games will use the motion controller. Some of them will use a traditional controller. Um, another thing worth noting is that there's uh, two little um, two little boxes that you set up in your house that put up a play space. Um, some games will only let you walk around that area. Some games will let you walk around with a control stick, but um, it kind of gives you room where you can physically walk around inside the game without running into all of your furniture. It's the first question that I asked was like, how do you not? Demolish your foot on your coffee table yes. as soon as you put by moving and the coffee table. Yes, and well, yeah, well, I'm gonna um, run around. I'm in VR. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, at least the steam, um, the steam front end for VR has a handy little uh, bounding box when you get mm-hmm. close to the edges. Yeah, it's like a faint grid to come yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That's like, right, and you can turn that off. I cannot imagine being comfortable enough in my space to, to turn that no, off. No, never. I mean, like, who lives in a place with no furniture or anything <laughs> to bump into? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you've got people around, uh, you you want them outside of the box, right? So yes. that you don't punch them in the face. So it's a, a it's a full body experience. This virtual reality. Um, the only thing they don't track is your feet, and I'm sure that's coming. Well, yeah. you can. Can you for just put like one of those controllers on your ankles? Yeah. <laughs> and then what? Yeah. Play a soccer game? Like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking addition huh. to that. That'd be it, right? You could kick. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like you. would in a car and you, you would have do to the put gas things pedal? on your feet probably yeah yeah i oh, think VR like, shoes vr shoes vr Wait. shoes yeah <laughs> vr shoes that's, an idea. Was to think that's an idea they cut this out <laughs> we're making vr shoes it's some jordan's it's gotta be better than your last <laughs> some easy we just oh, take absolutely. normal light up shoes and mm-hmm. turn them into like vr controllers yeah yep 
So Virgil on this. I uh, so I kind of picked up a smattering of games. People, I had everybody try something that they were interested in, mm -hmm. uh, with a couple suggestions for myself. Um, Seb got a whole VR, so she wouldn't have yeah, to come over and play most mine. Most expensive <laughs> podcast purchase ever. Mm. Well, well, I, I look forward to keeping raising that cap of like yeah. most expensive. Well, 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 Three hundred seventy-five dollars. Jesus. Go. Well, how much was the pan you had to buy the other week? Uh, uh, Four hundred dollars. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't remember. That was like. Looking forward to the spend three hundred seventy-six dollars episode, <laughs> listeners. If you would like Next to make that week. episode happen, <laughs> donate to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Please Don't Cast. This sounds like a joke, but it is not. Yeah, you probably could get us to do that. <laughs> um, so I guess we could go around, uh, talk about what we played, what we thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is this was new for all of us. Like you, yeah. you dove right in on this. Uh, yeah. VR is finally at the point where it's not cheap, cheap, but it is cheap enough to be like it, it's accessible yes. to people with exposable income. Yes, yeah, it's exposable, it, it, disposable. Yeah, and there's enough. There are enough fun, interesting disposable. games out to make it worth. The That's true. If it was cheap, but not, but there was nothing to play on it, it like who yes. cares? I think it existed in that space for a little while. I yeah, think it was definitely before PSVR, the Vive. I want to say or no? okay, uh, the so Oculus Rift and Oculus. the HTC Vive yeah, the, were the first two. Yeah, the Oculus really that, brought it back to the forefront. Um, and then the Vive was the main competitor, and then yeah. everybody else started doing it. And those are both more expensive than the PS4 one, right? Yes. Yes. The, wow. the PS4 one, uh, I think because it's proprietary, and they, they cut a lot of corners, and I'll talk about that. I'm sure they sell it at a loss, too. I don't know how expensive the technology Maybe. is on the inside. Remember when they were giving it away for free? Like, you could, you could sign up for something where they'd mail it to you. And then, like, they'd refund you if you didn't like it or huh. something. You could pay, like, 80 bucks. Yeah, that was part of the Oculus. I think that was after Facebook bought Oculus when they are like, oh, we can yeah. do this because we don't need yeah. that money, money anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just, we need to get people in the doors yeah. so they can try it. And then maybe and then they can buy. post yeah. funny videos online. Yeah. Yes. Them. But the reason this stuff is still so expensive is that, the like, the lenses and all that shit you have oh, to yeah. cram in the thing mm -hmm. is... You're buying two small TVs to glue to your yes. face. And, like, yeah. and they have to be, cameras. like, higher resolution than a normal TV so you don't... Throw up. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you still do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were all That's trying to play RE7. Okay, that is not the fault of the headset as much as it is no. the game not being designed for VR and them trying to shove really, it in backwards. Yeah, it but wasn't we're going to really get the game's to that. Fault yeah. but, so, um, Cam, what did you play for VR? Oh, so um, I actually got a head start on this on accident when Alex got his VR thing. I was like, oh, I want to try it and see how it is because I am curious about it. I don't think I've ever. Be one of the people who buys one, but like I wanted to check it out because you were enjoying it so much. Yeah, and I knew you had Super Hot, which is a game that I've been wanting to play for a while. And the VR version, which I didn't know, the VR version is different than the yeah regular. Version. It's essentially a different game. Yeah, <laughs> with the same mechanics or right. different. So it's if you don't know Super Hot, it's like a very minimalistic art style where you're basically fighting off it's like a Jason Bourne thing where like a bunch yeah. of guys are attacking you and yeah. you it's like you're you're doing the slow-mo scenes and yeah. oh yeah it's like the, you're, yeah you're living in bullet yeah. time the titular yeah. element is time only moves forward when you are doing an action so yeah. say someone's running at you if you don't do anything they don't move but if you start to like wax on wax off with your hand <laughs> like you can roll forward time or if yeah. you reach for a gun they'll get closer as you get closer to the gun so it's yeah it's like bullet time basically. my preferred technique for advancing time without moving was jazz hands yeah you would yep. go like that yes yeah. and, I did and I cranked like I was moving it forward like you were in soldier boy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, in the in the normal desktop version of this game it's a, it's a normal first person shooter with a mouse and keyboard or a controller mm -hmm. if you're not playing the VR version right 
Um, and that one is more level based. This one is kind of they kind of teleport like, you between different standing like, areas. Kind of like a horde mode kind of thing where you like you have twenty guys. Once you beat those twenty guys, it moves on. Yeah, but it's very um, sectioned off. I was completely blown away with how well it worked and how smooth it was, and like I. Uh, they should sell that game with the headset. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It should come I think, free. I, think this, I heard someone talking about this on a podcast uh, earlier this week, but um, they were likening this to like the like Mario sixty four being the first pl- like three D yeah. platformer that really clicked for people. Uh-huh. They were saying that like this might well, be that this for is VR. How VR is supposed yeah. to work basically. I definitely I, felt that way. Playing I, Super I, I think I agree. Yeah. yeah. Same with Jobson, but I'll I'll get on that. Yeah, yeah I didn't play Jobson, but I could like. So the, the main thing I want to talk about is how cool the controllers that Alex got are. Oh, yeah. They attach to your hand like a... a I don't even know how to yeah. describe it. So like if, if you want to look these up or you're interested in what these look like, these are uh, the Valve Index Knuckles controllers. That's what oh, they that's what it is. It's the like knuckles. brass knuckles almost. Like, yeah. yeah. Where you can not be holding the controller, but it's strapped to your hand, so you yeah. can't drop it. Yep. Right. And th- that's because it has the haptic feedback on the fingers, yes. so it can track each of your fingers yep. as they grip onto that's the controller, so which, cool. which I think is cool as fuck. the yeah. main selling point, I think. That's, that's the biggest advancement. And Alex coming out. Aside from like being able to do fun hand gestures, there isn't yes. a ton of usability for it. Yeah, actually, um, um, when I was playing Super Hot, I found it kind of awkward mm-hmm. to be trying to use like you're yeah. trying well, to throw it's, something that's not in your hand. It's something you kind of you kind of right. have to learn yeah. that grabbing is a button. Yeah. And that's it took me a little while to get a hang of it. Yeah. yeah. But once you get it, it's it was so much fun. Like yeah. most of the time I spent throwing my gun in the air and trying to catch it as it came down. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I, uh, one of my favorite things to do in the game was after I was done with something like it was out of ammo instead of throwing it at my enemies like the game wants you to do yeah. I would just casually toss it over my shoulder right. just because it seemed like the, the right thing <laughs> yeah. to do yeah it's a throwing tin can just VR throw it is yeah. very fun <laughs> um, it does kind of recontextualize like normal game physics the way that you like interacting with a box in a first person game is not really fun anymore yeah. but like I could play with a box in VR all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game. box like room simulator <laughs> like it's you take it for granted that you push something off a, off the edge and it falls yeah. but when you're standing there and you're pushing it with your hands it's like that's cool they should yeah. make a game that's like they put you in a room like an antique shop like like, like you're a bear and you just have to destroy just break it. No, yeah. a bull yeah. A bear. Oh, yeah. In a China shop. Well, I said a bear in an antique shop. That's a different, oh, that's that's a different expression. It's, it's legally distinct. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get fucking sued over here. <laughs> By bull ink. Um, but also, the something I didn't expect is how easy it is to shoot things in that game. Like, in a console game, it's kind of harder to... That's like the difference between PC shooters and console shooters. It's like, on a PC, you just click on the guy's head, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's more to it, but than it's that, still but. it is still abstracted, right? And, and when you're playing in VR, you're you can like line it up with your eye, like you would yeah. if you were mm-hmm. shooting someone with a like a real gun. I guess a real gun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't shot a real gun. <laughs> it just felt like I was amazed at how good I was at shooting people immediately. Like I thought mm-hmm. it would take a lot. Yeah, it's like you're playing time crisis. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what. One or two. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, three or four. Two. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. like. Like playing Duck Hunt, except it actually works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you well, Duck Hunt used to work perfectly fine. Yes. And now we don't have any more CRTs. Yeah. Mm. Bring them back. 
locked her up. See our first segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, these are my stances. Uh, bring, bring it back. Camp back for up. president. What, how old? Uh, 20, 36? Okay. Light guns for everyone. Like guns oh, for hell everyone. yeah. Um, but did you play any other VR games that released it out to you? So then I went over today and we played, uh, what was that? Uh, so we, we played Pavlov, which I, I will definitely talk in depth about because it's yeah. probably my favorite and thing since I VR. just talked about a shooter, um, we also played uh, uh, No, Man's, no Sky. Man's Sky. Yeah. Which was kind of on like, it was clearly not made for VR yeah. and they added the VR in as an element. That kind of represents a whole nother sphere of games that now mm. have added VR modes because right. this sort of thing is <clears throat> caught on. Right. And a lot of games that seem like they were a good fit for it have gotten these modes. Yeah. And I think No Man's Sky, the appeal is definitely there. The appeal's there, yeah. but it's just, when we were playing, it was just kind of like, why we were just going back Alex had only just started it yeah so, so I was we're like still how do you do this tutorials like, I don't know <laughs> it was a lot of why can't I do this how do I make it go faster where's the why is this menu in my face but it was still really interesting just the selling point alone is you you're in your ship's cockpit and the controls are in front of you yeah you have to like physically manipulate the joystick to move around, yes. which is cool, but did get a little tiring. Yes, because you have to hold it the whole time, and because of the haptic thing, you kind of... I, I don't know like, you're, you kind of have to grip and move, but it's not like you're using a real joystick where you've mounted to the table. Yeah, you, you have can to, lean like, against it. Yeah, you yeah. have to just hold it. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, we, you flew around for a little bit. I, yeah, we didn't neat. do a ton. No, but. I uh, got in the spaceship, uh, took off, flew over to the space station... It took me really long because I didn't know I was using the wrong boost. Yeah, he wasn't so using like light speed. Yeah, he was, I was just using I was driving normal. like twenty miles an hour in space. <laughs> but uh, it was still pretty neat. I really liked No Man's Sky. I kind of want to go back to it, and that might be a way that I would get back into it. Mm -hmm. But um, the Pavlov, what was it? Pavlov. Pavlov thing. That was so Alex just put me in like a gun range, and I, like every gun in the game is behind you, and you have to you can like just pull targets up and shoot them. And that was the most fun because of the reloading. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the reloading is actually... It's not just you press a button, the guy does like a sick hand movement, now your gun's reloaded. You have to fucking... What was the big machine gun? Uh, yeah, I think it's the Negev, or at least it is in CSGO. You had to like um, pull down the flap. Yeah. It's a, it's a light machine gun with a um, like a barrel magazine at the bottom. Right. So you have to, in order to reload it... Um, Instead of just pushing a button and waiting a while, uh -huh. you have to fumble, to, you have to take the magazine from your waist, put it underneath the gun, uh, lift up the big thing, take the bullet out, put the chain of bullets into your gun, yeah. close the thing, pull back on the lever, the yeah. whatever mm -hmm. they call it, the pin. more gun terms we can uh, <laughs> And then you can shoot it. Yeah, so if you're good, that's going to take you like... It would probably 20, take you less time than pressing a button would, or, you know, yes. than an animation would in a game. Right. But if you are if you don't know how to do it... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm taking like 15 minutes to reload my gun, but it was hilarious and I loved it. Um, and like most of the guns have cool you know gimmicks or weird reloading yeah. um i mean i you really like the shotgun i the double oh, yeah. the double barrel shotgun do you pick up the shells and just put them in put them in yes yeah, so that's the other thing i don't know if this is how it works do you have infinite ammo in the game, game? yeah yeah so i was just every time you reach in your pocket you can pull out a bullet so i was just tucking bullets out of my pocket <laughs> 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 this is like the insane like gun enthusiast response to to like 
infinite ammo. They're like, that's not realistic. It yeah. would take you like five minutes to reload this gun. Exactly. I'm gonna make one better. And then they yeah. did this. Yeah, I would no, like to see this like with is, like a, like colonial weapons or like some yeah. musket or some shit. <laughs> you gotta, like, oh, that's stick great. The fucking stick down your musket barrel. Revolution simulator. Yeah. And you gotta fucking tamp down the powder in your gun. Yeah. yeah. Actually, so that sounds that's, kind of awesome. That's the kind of physicality okay. that that makes games like Pavlov really yeah, fun. Yeah, where's where's it's my so uh, long controller that I could use for a rifle? <laughs> it's kind of like, um, no, I want to say co-op, but not co-op. Like a multiplayer game where everyone's kind of bad at the controls. So yeah. you get in a confrontation, Ooh, um, they're all just fumbling around trying to yeah. kill each other. You drop your gun, you're like, shit! <laughs> Background co-op was an oh, yeah. old Flash game. Yeah, not just, everyone knows that. No one knows what co-op really is. Old Flash game where you are a man who is running a marathon and you control each part of his leg separately with a separate key on the keyboard so you have to like lift the thigh and the calf yeah. two different it's a very uh, methodical methodical and clumsy silly. approach to doing a very simple thing yes. which is yeah. what reloading really the guns feels right. like and it was there is a physics based fighting game on steam that is kind of like that that's free to play I'm trying to remember the name of it right now mm. but because it is a physics based fighting game the first thing everyone does in it is fall down it's <laughs> <laughs> like um, human fall flat yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Yep. But because you're playing against another person, you're like, I swear to God, if I figure out how to swing my body yeah, towards well, you, I'm so dead. Once I learn how to punch you, dude, <laughs> you're fucking out of here. It's all over for you. But yeah, it was really cool, way better than I expected. And those controllers just like feel expensive. They feel top of oh, the yeah. line, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. in a good way. Like, I've been very careful with all of it. Yes. Um, it's incredible. I'm surprised how well it works. Um, who else wants to talk about VR? Um, virtual VR. Seth, what have you... Yeah, do you want to take us through your PSVR adventures? All right, yeah. so I have been kind of, like, looking into getting a PSVR for a little while. And before I got my headset, we, we talked about going halfway on one. We, yeah. We, yeah. We've talked about this for a little while. Yeah. Gaming so Alex got his $1,000 index, and I was like, oh, that means nobody's going half-seas with me on the PSVR. <laughs> and then he was like, let's do this episode. And I was like, you know what? Good excuse yep. to get a PSVR. Um, so I got that. Um, it's you know, pre on the cheap end for a for a VR headset, unless you get like one of the ones you stick your phone in, and those are like super cheapo. Um, and actually, my first experience with VR was the Google Cardboard, mm -hmm. um, which was not very comfortable. It's it works made well. of cardboard. Yeah, like it it worked well, but it was made of cardboard. Yeah, um, and, and that's when you tape a phone to your face. Yeah, you put yeah. We, we, we as well, that. yeah. Yeah, they, you, they you were... put a phone in a cardboard box and then put the cardboard box on your face. They were interesting for the 3D video stuff. Um, yeah. Not great, not exceptional in any way, but yeah, we very... We fun bomb game on that. The bomb oh, game. yeah, that yeah, was yeah, actually yeah, great. Was Keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah. Because that doesn't need any spe specific controllers or anything. Yeah. It's just but, one person can yeah. see, the other person... <laughs> nobody can. else can. Yeah. I also ended up getting that Samsung Oculus, which is what I think we did that stuff on, which is way, way oh. more comfortable. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then I got rid of that because I did not have my Samsung phone anymore. Oops. Mm. Um, and now I have a Pixel that would not work with that. Um, but the Steam VR yeah. is interesting because... I'm sorry, the... Um, PSVR. PSVR, thank you. Yeah. It's interesting because it's got, uh, a, you know, Sony backing it. So they have oh, yeah. a bit so they've sway. Got exclusives. They have the sway to pull a lot of yeah. exclusives. Mm -hmm. um, and they have a lot of stuff that, you know, was initially on PC. Um, they have Superhot, they have Job Sim, they have, um, I don't know, if, is Moss on PC? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff. Um, and I haven't ha had the chance to get a lot of it yet. 
Um, oh, yeah, I, you just got this a couple days ago. Yeah, we should, I got this we should on clarify. Sunday. Uh, today is Wednesday. Um, and so well, I think... Better believe it's going to be Friday. <laughs> like Friday I had, and Thursday. Yeah, I had, a, uh, I had a blast with Job Sim. Yeah. Because it's one of those like sandbox games where you could just, just fucking throw shit. You yeah. don't need to do anything. They're telling you to do stuff, but I'm just like, like the guy's like, all right, make coffee and then drink it, and I'm like, okay. So I take every mug available to me, <laughs> fill it with coffee, and then stack them all together, and then <laughs> like knock them off the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw someone playing that, and immediately like they load in and just start hawking stuff in everyone's cubicle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're like, hey. Hey, that, there's a lot of fun reactiveness to that too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so they know object they know touch. you're gonna throw shit at people. Yeah. So. Um, Watching Seb try to make a sandwich in VR was very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, on, um, on the sandwich making one, you can put whatever the fuck you want on there. Obviously, yeah. you could also blend when you have to make a smoothie. You can put whatever you want in the blender. Yeah. So you can put like a ton of carrots and then a mug and <laughs> a donut into protein. a smoothie, yeah. and then it counts that as a win. Um, so basically, Job Sim is a game where uh, you go to... This is like a museum of jobs run by robots who do not know what it is to have a job. And then they just distill the job down into the most simple, ridiculous things. Nice. Like, you're at uh, office yeah, w- job. Were there four of them? Five of them? There's office job, restaurant job... Uh, uh, the car mechanic. Through, I haven't gone through them all yet. Um, oh. And then there's one more, I think. Oh, convenience store. Convenience store. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, so you, you go through them all, um, and you just fuck around, and, <laughs> like, it's, if you just go through each section straight through and do what they tell you to do, it's very short, but Yeah, there's about, like, that. 20 tasks in each one, I think. Yeah, but wh- why would you do that? Yes. It's, it's made to fuck around with. Right. They give um, you a bunch of toys, and you're in your little playpen, oh, yeah. and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, the, the computer, <laughs> in a way, that's kind of the ideal game, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. The computer in the office job lets you, there's, like, a paint program that you never have to use for any yeah, you can play tasks. Ga- yeah, you can play games on yeah, it, too. You, you can yeah. play games in your <laughs> game, dude. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, in that same vein, uh, Super Hot starts you by making you put a headset on in the yeah, game. Yeah, oh, yeah. so fun. I was so tripped up by that. I was like, how how to start the game? And Alex is like, look above you. And I'm like, but I'm already wearing a headset. I don't need that one. Um, <laughs> um, one, one quick thing about Job Sim that I think is really fun, and the thing that ma- I think makes it work is like the, all the, the tone and the writing and mm-hmm. how it's all framed as like, oh, you know, we're robots. We don't really understand how any of this works. Yeah. yeah. Which means you can do whatever you want. You can yeah. fuck around and they'll be like, yeah, that's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can hire whoever you want. It's, yeah. It's and, like hire bandit bot. And they play <laughs> right into that. And yeah. it's so funny. It's really good. All the writing is really good. Um, and if there's a task where you have to hire a couple robots, uh, to the job and then you have to fire some and if you fired the ones you just hired they'd be like oh man hired and fired in the same day <laughs> um i actually felt a little bit bad but i'm like no they're actors in, in this yeah. museum um, uh those those guys have a new game that came out last year that i would like to try it vacation simulator yeah which seems like even better I that <laughs> yeah that sounds great um, <laughs> i i tried um there's a demo disc that came with my VR, so super hot's on there, Oof. and I actually kind of like it better much, with these much, controllers. How much did they give you for the demo? Um, like a like a couple really short, you mm-hmm. know. They'd probably give you like things. the first pyramid. Yeah, yeah, l- yeah. Like in um in Job Sim, it 
puts you into the office and then it has like a time limit and no matter how many tasks you've done they're like oh it's time to go home Got it. Oh, nice. you know um <laughs> i actually liked the so this uses the move controllers which are inferior to the index controllers but i liked that they didn't focus on the haptic finger tracking yeah right. they're just kind of like, weird balls on sticks that you hold <laughs> yeah but um to grab stuff in most of the games you, you use the trigger and then you just hold down the trigger, and yeah. that felt a little bit better to me. It's more like, it intuitive, more probably. Yeah. Right. Um, I think once the finger tracking gets better for controllers, I'll probably prefer that. But for now, like this, this actually works better. But the setup for the PSVR sucks. It, it sucks. <laughs> it's using an old camera that's for the move controllers and not necessarily for the VR, so they had to like shoehorn it in there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, it's a workaround on top of. Uh, like last generation is thing called is hardware. hardware. The eye toy that's for the PS2. The yeah, 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 it's that's old, old as fuck. It's um, a camera you strap to the console and then you wave your hands around and you bat it static JPEGs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stand up and say McDonald's uh, in the office. <laughs> that's another one that I feel like has come up on almost every episode. It is so horrible that it never right. deserves to go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a ton of fun with this. It's really like you, you kind of think like. Ah oh man, VR, you know, it's it's just a novelty, whatever it is, but you get like a whole different level of to use a buzzword immersion mm-hmm. in it. Like yeah. even just playing Tetris Effect um a little while ago, like I was like way more focused on it. Like you're you're yeah, in the you, world. You can't look at your phone because uh, you can't look yeah, at your phone, you can't get distracted by your phone, oh people God. can't walk in front of you. <laughs> the amount of times I've been sitting at a loading screen that is finished in Death Stranding because you have to hit X for it to yep. go back to the game. Uh-huh. I will sit there for ten minutes on my phone every time. Yeah. <laughs> I look up I'm like Buh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like been, you've been sitting there, the characters doing the idle animation, yeah. they're like sleeping. Mario's Mario's sitting down sleeping. 128 Mario's are asleep. (laughs) Mr. Sekiro is tapping his foot and pointing at his watch. (laughs) (laughs) Sonic goes, I'm out of here. Jumps off the screen, you get a game over. Yeah. Um, But I think you're right. I think what gives gives VR the most potential is the fact that, like, you don't... Like, even even strapping your phone to some cardboard and putting it on your face still gives you some of the effect of what this stuff is about. Mm-hmm. And I oh, think yeah. that that's cool. And there's there's some phone games that let you play with that stuff. Um, so I tried that before, and you know it's really cool. I have um, a couple games I'm supposed to be getting from a friend who lives in Poland who works at a VR place. Whoa. Um, Whoa. So I'll give some reviews on that. In connected the future, maybe. Do yeah. We, I'm do we interview her for the show? Um. I mean, we're on a roll. I, I don't know that. <laughs> They would like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us the intricate details? We haven't gotten legal job. trouble yet. Let's get there. Well, we've mostly asked people about stuff that they were done with. <laughs> we didn't go up to someone oh, I, in the I middle of making like, a game and go, "Can you tell us what this is?" Like your NDA. Okay, no, I don't think your friends would like that. Mm. Um, Once again, too bad. <laughs> uh, anything else you can think of, Seb? For the general experience. Um, what, what How, I mean, the setup is wild on this. I'd maybe go through some of all the wires and boxes oh you God, have to hook it's up. Got, it's got a separate processor box, and then you have to plug two HDMI cables from the headset into the processor box. Um, that's one for each tiny screen in front of your eyes. And then there's a separate, like, audio, like, pair of earbuds that you have to plug into the headset, and there's, like, this funky, like... Um, like two holes in the side of the headset to put them in that they don't stay it in. Looks so insane. That they don't the earbuds are like wired into the headset too, yes. right? 
Or no? no are you, they separate? You plug them oh, in. All right, yeah. Okay. Um, which is weird because there's no other place to use those b- because of the way they're shaped and where the audio jack is mm-hmm. on them. Um, and like, why not just like everything else has speakers on the headset? Yeah, or like over ear headphones attached to it. Yeah, yeah, and these just fall out of the little hole they put in to keep them. And they're earbuds, and this is a headset, and I don't really want it's a very people to solution. stick my earwaxy earbuds into their own ears <laughs> yeah. because that's nasty. I don't want to do that with other people's earbuds. Um, and then there's the power to the processor. There's um, an HDMI cord to the PS4 and an HDMI Jesus cord Christ. to the. <laughs> we are um, reaching fully stuck Genesis levels of yeah. plugging and shit into other one shit last here. Thing, yeah. One cord going into one of the controller USB ports. Wow. And now imagine having to charge your controllers yeah, so as you well have to control yeah, if the they're low on battery. Both yeah. of them have to charge separately. Yeah. Um, and then you also, of course, have to have your regular PS4 yeah. controller DualShock right. uh, charged. Insane. Yes. It's not an it's, elegant solution, but it, no. seems, it works very well. It works, though it's not as comfortable as the Index, and it doesn't have as much freedom with, like, like changing the the uh, yeah the eye adjustments, mm-hmm. um, but it, it works well enough to play with. Yep. Um, I just get like pretty motion sick after a while, but you know you shouldn't be like playing with two th- two like uh, camera strapped to your face for like too long straight in the yeah. first place. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff is also adjustment too. If you feel you know if it's a brand new thing for you, it's harder to. Oh yeah. Right. It's like this thing hurts to wear. It's like how long are you wearing it? Six hours. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, yeah. You shouldn't yeah, do that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, shouldn't do that with a normal screen. Um, we we played a Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about index. that for sure. Yeah. Do you, no, you want to do you want to you want to let Nick take over on? Yeah, uh, Nick can do that. I got really motion sick, but All you right. can go Yeah. Um, well, actually, I would say that that is both a positive and a negative of uh, Resident Evil Seven VR mode. Uh, one, I would say that the game is quite good, and so all the things that the game does well still yes. hold up in VR. More so, even because, like. No, no. Because it's holding you hostage the way yep. a good horror game should. Yep. The guys like, get right in your face and you can't look away because right. it's there. <laughs> yeah, you can't look away because they are doing it to you. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, I, There's the kitchen demo on, on the PSVR. Yeah. I thought was the kitchen demo that everybody else yeah. played that you walk no, around the kitchen. No, it's a different one. No, it's, yeah, you don't do anything. Oh, it's you just, just sit in a chair and kind of like lift your arms a little while mm-hmm. the, the host guy... Jack. Um, Jack tries to set you free, and then Mia comes through and like stabs you both. Ooh. Yeah, you don't do anything. You don't okay. move at all. Well, um, the the beginning of RE Seven is you uh, sort of walking into a fucked up house full of uh, mutated yeah. zombie people. You're no, in a Louisiana Jack. swamp house. Louisiana swamp house. The host guy, not yeah. Jack. The host for the TV show. Oh, Clar- Clarence. Clancy? Clancy. Clancy. <laughs> Cletus? <laughs> it's a CL name. Cliff? Um, no. Carl. But uh, But there's a... There's a... This this has a lot of strengths. Like, it's really just playing it in VR. I could probably play the whole game again like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not... Like, I was just really getting wrapped up in it, and it gave me the accidental, hey, you need to take a break thing, because uh, RE7 has these parts... Uh, sprinkled throughout the game where you will find a VHS tape or a video or something and it will transition to you playing as the character in the video. Now this is a cool stop that. The, now this is a now this is a cool 
gameplay mechanic to have you play as a different character by experiencing their flashback through yeah. a video recording. However, when they made that, they didn't think in the oh we got to make this game for VR. We should probably make it not do that because when it would change perspectives to you playing as someone else, mm-hmm. it would like go to a TV screen for a little bit and flash the like oh uh, this is a TV screen static yeah. or like yeah. channel not black and white thing. fuzz and all that stuff gives you an immediate it, yeah and that's like <laughs> take the headset off or you will throw up to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and that was good the, the PSVR everybody... also has like a weird like texture. Yeah, like a static texture on the back. Well, of the I think black. that's just because it's not optimized for your eyeballs. It's optimized for a television. Yeah. And then, then, like a lot of the VR, like the the games that were made for VR, feel very different than the games that are not made for VR that you're playing. Mm-hmm. I should say on the topic of getting sick, I, that's why I never really wanted to play VR. Is I thought I have a tiny touch of motion sickness, so it's like, oh, this I don't, I'm not going to enjoy this. It's going to be crazy. It's different for everybody, yeah. and you can get get past it by playing more. Yeah, but. Everybody has a different different feel for it. But it's like seasickness or carsickness. As soon as I anything. stepped into super hot, I was like, "Oh, this is fine. I feel completely." Because yeah. that one is one of the ones where you don't use the control stick. To yeah, move. that's mm-hmm. that's that's room scale, which means and that it's stark flat colors. Yeah, it's yeah. there, and it, it you can move at your own pace. Stuff doesn't Literally, move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's but, why it's the perfect VR game. <laughs> anyway. up, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the name again. Pavlov. Pav- Pavlov. Yeah, um, that's one that uses stick stick to move. Yes. Yeah, so I moved the stick once, and my guy ran one million miles an hour <laughs> towards an object, and I got scared. <laughs> I kept telling you, I was, I'm going to fall down. <laughs> because I was just See, like you, very, you could feel the inertia a little bit. You yeah. feel like, whoa, I'm not moving. Yeah. Yeah, there is watched, a part. Um, sorry. There's a, there's a part uh, uh, towards the beginning of Resident Evil Seven. Where your character gets into waist deep water, and oh, yeah. I, I did that with the VR headset on, uh-huh. and then he's like, "Oh, there's a barrier coming up. I'm going to have to duck my head under this waist deep water." Mm-hmm. And my brain is telling my body, "You should be holding your breath." You're your mouth, water. Your mouth is underwater. <laughs> yeah. um, I watched a couple of um, those like 360 like roller coaster ride oh, videos. Oh my god. Yeah, on, in VR, and I actually got like that G-force, like inner oh, that's ear, awesome. like cool. whatever, whatever happens yeah. in there. I was, I was dizzy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I might try with something like that. So. Yeah, that stuff seems cool. I mean, I just, I like those videos. I get that feeling watching those videos when it's just I'm looking at it on a TV, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's. I saw yeah, that's because you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Every talking about? You told, you told me that train was real. <laughs> Train coming at the screen. <laughs> All right, um, but Resident Evil was a big, uh, was definitely like, I'd say that was a, a total success, and I would again play the whole game oh, that yeah. way. I got um, to do, I get to do a little bit too. Um, I get to do the Jack fight, which was very fun. Yeah, and if you played the game, you know that it's an insanely dynamic, interesting fight. One of the best boss fights. Um, anything, but you get to I in know. a Resident Evil game, you get to get in a car and drive it at someone, and yes. doing that in VR was sublime. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, one of the other more unorthodox ones. I still I did play Super Hot, and I loved Super Hot, and I could gush yeah. about Super Hot all day. But I really don't think I, I would just say it's like it's the perfect VR game, it's and amazing. I loved throwing shit and and like mm-hmm. it makes you feel so cool mm-hmm. when you yeah. Oh, yeah. do something in that game. I when I took the headset off after playing Super Hot, I was like, no, put me back in. Like, oh, no, this place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want the blue pill. I want the blue one. Put me back oh, in the no, Matrix. Man. <laughs> oh, uh, the only complaint I have about that is I didn't like the punching mechanics. Oh, I loved the punching Because in my brain, I had to move my hand fast to punch mm-hmm. someone, and that meant they moved faster, mm-hmm. and that I was really bad at punching. 
That's it. I just yeah, considered myself like to be in slow of, motion. Right. Yeah. Just have to tap. So, and them. that is also why I almost punched Seb in the face. I was facing the, <laughs> yeah. I was facing the couch at the time. It's Except okay. for sitting on the couch. She was in the VR zone. <laughs> I also, uh, because I was like completely wrapped up in the action movie thing, I hit the face mask with the controller when I was lifting my hand up to block a bullet that was coming oh, towards nice. me. And I didn't yeah, because take you into account. You yeah, you don't realize that you have like a five inches coming off of your face. Cerebro from X Men on your head. <laughs> I do that just by having like if I'm wearing a baseball cap and I'm like leaning over. Yeah, it, yeah. Like especially if I'm like shopping and I'm like looking through a display case, mm. it'll like bat my head on. You're the... looking through your neighbor's blinds yeah. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Super Hot was is the ideal video game experience in VR. It's it's like I can't imagine something better. Uh, Resident Evil was a great game that retrofit to work in VR yeah. enhanced the experience for sure. Like it made me feel like the room we were in was so well lit, but I'm like, geez, it's kind of dark in yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't you don't need mood lighting because uh, yeah, you're exactly, in it. you're in it. Uh, <laughs> now the VR mode of that game came with a disgusting candle that you're supposed to burn, and uh, we do have it somewhere. It's either in my apartment or Cam's. Um, Yes. Uh, I think what? I think eventually we should try it. I yeah. think eventually the we should go all, all in on it. Don't you should be standing in like a bucket of water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fill up the bathtub. <laughs> just like pour ice on your head. Yeah, we'll get uh, some bugs. We'll let loose in the fucking. Room. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we'll get a little full of bugs. We're gonna get a little bit of uh, red bowl of peeled uh, grapes. <laughs> little bit, little bit of maple syrup, and we're gonna kind of rub it around your wrist to in, in, like oh, yeah. get some dried blood there. <laughs> Put um, a dead crow in your microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna isolate that and like use it as like a threat. Did you get to play anything else today? I played Tetris Effect a oh, yeah. minutes ago. That's right. I wanted to talk yeah. about that um, because Tetris Effect is a cool game that seems like it was made only for VR. Because yeah, you, uh, you wouldn't think you can like, play it not in VR. Yeah, but. you'd be like, why would I want to play Tetris in VR? Like, and then cares? you play Tetris in VR, and you're like. This is actually really yeah. fucking cool. Have you ever been to a concert where the energy around you is just like kind of like turning your body into a jello? Like yeah. it just like it's it feels good and you can just kind of feel you're vibing. The you're vibing. The, the light vibe check. The, the light, the it's sound, the heat, everything is just right. kind of you're just vibing. And then Tetris effect is like if you were vibing while you were playing Tetris. It's like the music is really good. Uh, you have one of those fucking audio visualizer uh, things yeah. going on. Yeah, like, like playing a CD player. on your PlayStation 1 visualizer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe PS2. In a good way. In a, really, in a really good way. And it changes the colors of the blocks and stuff. And I, I it was like... the So this thing does not obviously have a temperature change effect, of course, because that would be stupid. But um, <laughs> I was pl playing this on the PSVR. And it would be super hot. Yeah, and it would be super <laughs> <laughs> And I, I was playing Tetris Effect. And I had this thing on my face, and I got a Tetris, and I swear, my face felt hotter. Like, like the lights and sound that happened on there, like, heated Whoa. up my face, and I'm like, boy, it's kind of hot in here. Is there, like, pyro pyrotechnics on this weird concert they I'm inside right say now? that. Else. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. With his face on fire? I don't know. Immersion. Well, I'm yeah, sure I think it, the, the uh, PSVR was just burning up. <laughs> yeah, I, it, so it has a habit of exploding. Like I would like to mention one of my most embarrassing moments of immersion ever, uh, just for the podcast, uh, while we're talking about this. I was playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, no, I was playing Donkey Kong Country Returns. There's an episode, There's a level where the, this 
it starts out on a beach and it's sunny and then over as you progress through the level a storm gathers and by the end like you're there's like shipwrecked boats coming at you and everything it's like really you're on a beach in a storm and you have to dodge a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. and as the weather changed in the level cold wind started blowing through the open window that was next to me and I had forgotten I was playing a video game for a second I'm like what the fuck is going on how did Nintendo do that (laughs) I'm like wow this game is really good You should sell the window with the game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't give that a lot of ideas. They will fucking do that. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, uh, Crocodile killed you. No. Kind of in line with this and the topic of the first um, the first segment that we did, mm-hmm. uh, Sony apparently for a PS5 controller has a concept for a biosensor that can read your pulse while you're playing the game through the controller. So, like... They're like pulse and sweat and stuff like that, so it can tell if you're getting like stressed or, or excited. Yeah. Dude, relax. Just, just so use that Consider one taking a break. You're, gonna you're really the, sweating it's out just a cup. Game, bro. <laughs> this game uses biometrics to <laughs> scale to how afraid you are. Ishin the sword say is like, dude, are you okay? You should see a doctor after, <laughs> after killing you like the five millionth I'm time. Play, I'm playing trials and they're like, dude, have you eaten a vegetable anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the feature of gaming. So you are the VR expert, Alex. What would you? Um, what do you have to say about, yeah. about it? So I've kind of picked up a bunch of games that seemed interesting. I played a handful of the tech demo stuff. Um, one thing that I wanted to get out of, uh, you know, getting a PC headset is um, that. Uh, Valve has been mostly developing for VR for like the last, that's what they've been doing for the last like 10 years. Mm. Um, so I wanted to try some of the tech demo stuff that they put out. And um, a lot yeah. of that is fun. There's that portal game, right? Yeah, they have The Lab, which is like their. Oh, a, I was sad that I didn't get that because I'm on PSVR. Yeah. Uh, you could probably plug it in. You could jerry it. I can probably do that, yeah. but I, I don't know if um, that'll jailbreak it and I won't be able to get to the PlayStation but, anymore. That would be crazy. But yeah. yeah um, so it's kind of like a mini game selection. There's a couple things that are just experiences and stuff. Um, but uh, there's a really fun archery mini game where it's like a tower defense, uh, and there's a bunch of little stick figure guys that run and try to break your gate down. Mm. Uh, you have a bow and arrow, and to like you pick up and you have to like pick up an arrow, put it in, pull it back, and uh, release. I love them. That sounds that. awesome. Uh, and if you want to shoot quickly you have to do that a lot and it's wave based and endless so I got my arms got really fucking tired <laughs> but it was it was very fun um, and then there's one tech demo just for your uh, just for the knuckles controllers so just to show off the individual finger tracking yeah and that one is like 15 minutes long uh, but you're in aperture science testing out the different cores um, and the if you've ever played portal 2 they have uh, wonky personalities in these little spheres. They're very wacky. Um, you can go to but space. This is this is the specific. This is the Aperture Hand Lab. So they give they gave these robots arms with hands, and you have to play uh, like arm games, hand, uh, finger games with them. Yeah. So you can do rock paper scissors. You can do wave at them. All sorts of fun stuff. Um, and then like Glados kills everybody by the end. It's good. <laughs> I like that. I think that's um, awesome. But uh, it's very fun doing rock, paper, scissors with a computer. You <laughs> <laughs> can read your inputs. Uh, um, rock. So yeah, that, that was a little bit of just the fun tech showcase stuff. Um, we've talked about a lot of my favorite games. Um, 
Cam mentioned Pavlov, which is the game I have played the most. I've put like 20 hours in so far. Um, and th since that's a multiplayer game, that's and I'm a big multiplayer guy. I love multiplayer first-person shooter games. So that was the biggest draw for me was getting a VR game where I could shoot a gun at a person. Yeah, you get put in a field with, you know, 10, uh, 12 like other people, and you just yep. don't know how to pick things up. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> everybody's mic is always on. They're all learning um, how to walk, and you're just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. dropping their gun out of their hands. <laughs> um, so that was kind of the potential I wanted to chase with this, and the game definitely delivers on it. It has a ton of, like, um, mod support and custom game modes, so you can play anything from Nazi zombies to, um... Were you an Ocarina of Time? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was playing a gun game from Call of Duty in Clock Town from Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, finally. Yeah. Finally. Oh, it's the most wild shit on Earth. Um, That's why I can't wait for, uh, Dreams to get the VR. Yeah. Um, mm. Dreams, were we talking about that on podcast earlier? I don't, I don't think it was on mic, but it's yeah. a, a creation suite for PlayStation 4. Yeah. You can make games and stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, my favorite thing by far on VR right now is um, Trouble in Terrorist Town in VR, which is a little difficult to explain, but it's a Gary's Mod. It came from Gary's Mod, another one of those kind of creation suites where you make your own games and stuff. Uh -huh. But... Um, you essentially get dropped into a map with 10 other people. You run around for 15 seconds and pick up guns. And then you're told whether or not you are an innocent, a terrorist, or the detective who's Ooh. tasked with so finding and killing the terrorist. It's mafia in VR. Yes. I it's know. like the... If yeah. anyone's played Mafia before. Is it a card game or a... It was, was originally a card it's a game. a dinner party game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or a dinner party game. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I, I learned to play it with the cards where they randomly deal out cards and if you had queen you were like the priest so yeah it's it's a very social game which is why it's fun in VR because you have full articulation you can see the people who are looking at you funny or yeah. are pointing their gun right. at you um, and they oh have God. to literally convince you that they're not yeah. the guy. Like, and I, it's, I don't know if the finger tracking works. Does the finger tracking work all the way in that one? Yep. So Only then if you, you can, have those controllers. Well, but, so you yeah. can flip people off is what I'm it's saying. It's a flex when you do, too. <laughs> yeah. You got the good controllers. <laughs> uh, but it's very fun. And, uh, you know, like as the terrorist, you have to kill everybody, but you have to do it sneaky enough where everybody doesn't murk you right away. Mm. Um, so it's it's very sneaky, very fun. Um have I played that we haven't talked about um, oh alright this is a wild thing and it takes a lot of tweaking to get right but um, over the weekend or uh, earlier this week I was able to um, plug my VR headset into the GameCube emulator Dolphin yeah, in, order, in order to play old <laughs> Nintendo games in virtual reality Whoa. Um, in some games it replaces the camera control in other games it just unlocks the camera completely and makes it so you can look behind your guy and all oh, sorts of fucked up shit. Weird. So I was playing Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time in virtual reality. Whoa. And it, it, it just works. It's really weird. That's that, really strange. I would have liked to suggest you to do that with me. Yeah. Um, it just kind of, like, you still, you're, it's not first person or anything, so you can still see Link in front of you, but you can look oh. to your left and right. <laughs> hmm. It's It's bizarre. And, um... <laughs> it was just something that you would never even imagine doing, mm -hmm. like playing a fucking a game from 
being the N64 by yeah. that world. I would really want to play Star Fox 64 that way. Yeah. I feel like I've that's... heard a lot of games huh. like uh, F-Zero GX is another one that works really oh, well. Yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to play that. It's that's the like dream. Invite me over when you get that working. I will not help you get it working, but invite me over when you get that working. But that's one that, that, I mean, Nick was talking about how Resident Evil 7 was not a game that was built from the ground up for VR. Trying to play some of these games like that is a one-way ticket to motion sickness. Oh, <laughs> I bet. Um, anytime, the opening of Ocarina of Time has a like extended sequence where uh, your fairy is flying through the town. Oh, it like yeah. goes and upside down and shit. Having no like... control over that and being forced to stare at it <laughs> definitely made me nauseous. But actually playing the game is fun because you have a degree of control over what you're seeing and stuff. Um, <laughs> But there's a lot of weird potential with VR, and that's the kind of thing that I'm totally there for. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. we'll have to see where it goes. That's right. <laughs> yep. In about a month or so, we'll have a brand new Half-Life game in VR. Yeah. I will be talking about whether or not Look, it's a topic or if not. That, if you make that a topic of the show, I will sit down and play that whole fucking thing. I'll All go right. over to your house to do it. Yeah, but we'll, we'll have to, I'll go to your house and play it. I mean, who cares? Well, what, it's, time, oh, so, okay. God forbid we go over each other's houses. Mm, <laughs> like, it was not enough. No, I don't like Alex. <laughs> yeah. hey, this has friend. been my gambit to get people to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it worked. I'd consider it like a rousing success. Yeah, yes. it only costs $1,000. Except, except we paid <laughs> Listeners, I, I keep saying it and I will say it again. We can be bought. Uh, yes. <laughs> we have a Patreon. We do. That is patreon.com slash please don't cast. And it is currently at a whopping zero dollars. Isn't that the same as our email? Didn't we get some you know, it is. It's the same as, uh, what, what would you say it was? What's, what's, the, what's that email again, Cam? Our email. It's um, uh, Pink Lady Gaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cast at gmail.com. That's right. That is That is please don't cast <laughs> at gmail.com. And if you were to send us an email, which we have two of this week, Whoa. it might sound a little something like this. Hold on. Let me get it ready. Logging in. Mm-hmm. Password. Uh, so oh, this one is from <laughs> Omega Arbinator. Uh, it's hello. Omega Arbinator. Omega okay. Arbinator. He's got two A's in there. I figured it was two words. Oh, that's um, that guy. Omega Arbinator. Omega Arbinator. Hello, I'm Seb's Garb brother. Garb is right. <laughs> <laughs> hello, I'm Seb's brother, Adam, and I come oh. with a proposition for a future podcast episode. Pray, play, RL Craft. It's the supposed hardest mod pack for Minecraft. Oh, Here's I've a video explaining the pack <laughs> oh, for the no. hard part. <laughs> now, I would be lying if I said I didn't want to do this for an episode. We have promised guest episodes to people so it will this is going to be this is on the list for sure 100 percent. because we've all played minecraft before uh Uh, some of us way more than others and actually uh, adam used to play with alex yeah exactly we will have probably a tight five on that yeah Yeah. so this is on the list i will what i will tell you right now that us playing modded minecraft is an episode and it's gonna happen i may have to plug it into vr2 though (laughs) (laughs) that's because i steve nude skin but <laughs> Garfield sand skin. <laughs> All right. So, uh, our thanks next for the email. Um, we'll probably do that. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, yeah we're, we'll probably do that. Thank you for emailing us. And, yeah, you can uh, nepotism your way in. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, not <laughs> really. It's, no, it's my we're not taking any other. Uh, Actually, no, it's my brother. Don't do it. So, uh, we also got an email from B, our t- uh, who we interviewed for last week's episode. Very nice to Whoa. us. Wonderful person. Oh, um, go listen to that. 
And Cam, since you haven't listened to it yet, I will say that she did give us food recommendations in Rhode Island. Can't wait to check them out. Um, so seriously. B says, this was a hoot to listen to about last week's show. Uh, it, was legitimately interest- it was legitimately interesting to get an outside perspective on something I don't get much feedback on, especially on such a wide spectrum of opinion from didn't take to it to legit liked it. This was supremely actually helpful to me. I hope it was fun for you guys as well. I also wasn't aware you guys were semi-local. If you're ever in the area, send me an email or DM and I'll buy you guys dinner. Aww. I'm a- Hell yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm a foodie, so I'm out eating all kinds of random stuff trying to find my next favorite place of every type of restaurant I can find. Thanks again. Keep in touch. Dave. Aww. Aww. Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we're very, very happy to hear that. Uh, go check out B's uh, webcomic, A Ghost Story. Uh, we retweeted it. We put it on. We promoted it on all our shit. Just in time. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Right on time. Right on these time. These tweets they come out right on time. Cam, <laughs> you know he makes the tweets come out on time. I make. Release the tweets. Thank you, Thank you so much for saying that. And of course, if you would like to send us an email, please don't cast at gmail.com. Now. Somebody else has a, an episode, right? So Not me. Seb? I thought this was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I made so many plans. <laughs> you planned so many. I was every go, like, travel the country. Now every gotta, Wednesday from now on. Okay, go on a website? Which, what are we doing Only every Wednesday from now on are you traveling the country. <laughs> That's right. Every other day you're free. I'm super busy. No. Um, so, next week, um, I am having everybody do some world building, which it's is really basically... Oh, so we're doing the uh, Minecraft episode. Now? <laughs> so instead of entering a virtual world, we're, we will you're be making a world <laughs> in of Whoa. your own imagination. So instead of strapping right. screens to our eyes, we'll be strapping screens to our minds. Yes, <laughs> to your third eye. Let me know in one of these works, guys. Um, so I've been um, recently uh, trying to get into organizing all my shit for my characters and my stories and stuff like that and I thought hey I've been watching a lot of world building videos and doing this I think everybody else should suffer so um yeah we're gonna make you I'm gonna blow the dust off of one of the six canceled D&D campaigns that I just pull out an old script I wrote (laughs) I mean did you create a world always sunny episode (laughs) Cam made hey look (laughs) so so basically everybody has to come up with the world itself, whether that's a planet or, you know, some other setting, mm-hmm. some weird dimension or anything. Um, like, what kind of things live there? What kind of things govern this world? Like, magic or fiefdom. sci-fi? Yeah, the mushroom fiefdom. <laughs> the mushroom Where planet. Larry Plummer jumps, <laughs> <laughs> jumps on crabs. <laughs> Still a plumber. <laughs> Larry the electrician. All right, there you go. <laughs> um... You know all that all that good stuff. I have made like a little guideline for everybody, just so they know what they're doing. Doesn't have to be super detailed, just enough to throw a bunch of characters into, uh, if you so choose in the future, for like a D and D campaign or a Starfinder campaign or no campaign at all. Whatever you want to do for your own webcomic. To, to clarify, this doesn't have to be a thing where I'm gonna play a no, tabletop no. game about. This can be a, you just a have thing. to think about. Something. It could be a. <laughs> so I need to make up a thing. It you could be a thing. It could be a very long setup for a bad joke. Yeah, like um, I made uh for a class one time. I had designed some currency based on a random object, and Ooh, it was teapots. Mm-hmm. And I, then I had to Ooh, uh, make a world. I had to make a world <laughs> or a country you based on this currency. Teetotaler. <laughs> 
And so I, I made up a world that Liquid was... Liquid assets. Uh, <laughs> nice keep the running, I made up a world that was based around tea. So uh, whatever you want to do with it for any reason. Get the bag. Yeah. Tea bag. <laughs> get that bag. Catch out of the tea Imagine getting jumped by somebody and they're like, get the tea pot. <laughs> what? You gotta have something to put your liquid money in. <laughs> liquid money. <laughs> Kim, I'm looking forward to your world yeah. in this world building episode that has liquid money. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna split, I'm gonna say this now so that I don't do it next week. <laughs> Nick and I used to play a game uh, with each other where we would describe the plot of a movie and then just name it something that already exists like <laughs> I one time came up with a story about a a guy who had a skin condition where his skin was green and then everyone bullied him but then he became a track star of some kind and then, then I said I'm going to call it the green mile <laughs> and we used to just do this for hours oh yeah I remember we were doing it at track practice right, one time really, yeah. and I went on a really long tangent about somebody who uh, joins an eating competition and I named it Jaws. But <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't do that. Well, I'm, I'm, if that's what you want to do, if you want to take the name of a movie and then turn it into something completely different, you can yes. do that. Do if you want to destroy want. a perfectly good original idea, you have tying it to a movie that somebody already made. <laughs> or if you want to just do the bit from The Simpsons with Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst name I've ever known. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So, thank you for listening, everyone. This has been another episode of Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It. We'll see you next week where we will give you our world. It's going to be pretending. Out of this world. Oh.